This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Let the alpha male pleasure maneuvers commence. It is indeed a pleasure to be back in the friendly confines of Humidor 1A Command Center Alpha here in the Cigar City. And we welcome you, lieutenants. We are going to battle the enemies of pleasure as we seem to do in excessive fashion lately. But I'm not just talking about the enemies of food, the enemies of cigars, the enemies of libations, the enemies of dames. I'm talking about enemies of scent. There is a new enemy on the horizon. It seems just like the never-ending stream of terrorists that we have to face. Now we have a constant stream of enemies of pleasure. That's right. They have a problem with us now smelling good. We'll get to that. We'll tell you about one of the NFL coaches with a victory cigar. And the TBSA makes a huge error on Thanksgiving weekend. Long-ash greetings and salutations. A long-ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. America's alpha male front and center. If you care to join us, Nationwide Cigar. And Alpha Pleasure Friendly Hotlines are now open at 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. Don't forget, follow me at Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show, as well as Facebook, Cigar Dave, and CigarDave.com. And by the way, we have relaunched a updated, a newer version uh, of CigarDave.com. We launched a new version, oh, I think right around uh, just about a year ago, and we have updated it once again to make sure that we are at the cutting edge. So we welcome you to join us today. I will be enjoying today a wonderful San Latano, Connecticut Churchill cigar that I have in my hands. And I will also enjoy a little Gentleman Jack rare Tennessee whiskey as my accompaniment today. But I was telling you right off the bat, uh, let's start on a positive note here before we have to uh, deal with the enemies of pleasure. As I mentioned to you at the opening of the show, an NFL coach was seen with a cigar. Last week, my Buffalo Bills took on the Cleveland Browns. Terrible performance in the first half by my Bills, but they turned it around in the second half, and they defeat the Brownies, and they are now 7-5. and five. But the week before, the Cleveland Browns go into Atlanta, and they had a uh, come-from-behind victory uh, with a last-second field goal to defeat the Falcons. And Cleveland Browns head coach Mike Pettin, the former defensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills last year, did a great job with the Bills, doing a very good job in Cleveland as well. Not shy about his victory and not shy about celebrating. How did he celebrate as he was leaving the Georgia Dome to board the team buses to go back to the airport for the flight back to Cleveland? 
by enjoying a victory cigar. And I will tweet out a picture of him. It's beautiful. He's got a, I, it looks like an Ashton to me. I blew the picture up. It looks like an Ashton classic, but I cannot be sure. But you can see uh, Petten in his suit, and he's got his hands, his fingers around that cigar, and looks as though he is enjoying every single second of it. And reminds me of when Red Auerbach, the general manager and the head coach of the Boston Celtics, he wouldn't wait to light a victory cigar after the game. He would light up that cigar when he knew the game was in hand. If the Celtics were up by like 20 points with you know a minute to go, minute and a half, he wouldn't delay. He would light the cigar right there courtside. Ah, the days when you could actually enjoy a cigar in public places. And as we know, it is getting more and more difficult. I was up in the Western New York Buffalo Theater of Operations for Thanksgiving weekend. And I can tell you that it is extremely difficult to find a place where you can enjoy a cigar. There are a couple of cigar bars. There are obviously some cigar retailers that have cigar lounges. But I assembled the Western New York Theater uh, of Operations officers, Colonel Ange, Captain Paul, XO Tim, Lieutenant Gary. I summoned them to the Seneca Buffalo Casino in downtown Buffalo because that's the only place you can literally have a cigar in a public place. So we were surrounded by wonderful dice and gaming activities, some very lovely dames. We had a great, uh, some great libations and enjoyed our cigars right at the bar. And it is almost scandalous that you almost feel that you have to go to a speakeasy or that you have to go to someplace that's almost outlawed to enjoy a fine cigar. We do get spoiled living down, I should say I get spoiled, and those of you that are residents of the cigar and sunshine state of Florida, we get spoiled down here in this state because it is so cigar-friendly with the great history of cigars and the ability for us to Light up if we want to go to a restaurant. Many of them, most every restaurant, has an outdoor cigar-friendly patio. Not every restaurant is cigar-friendly. The restaurants that are smart are cigar-friendly. I went to the new Del Frisco here in the Cigar City. Manager is a lovely lady. She understands the history of cigars. And in Tampa, the, the tremendous association between the city of Tampa and cigars. I go to the Capitol Grill. I used to go to the Palm. They are totally cigar-friendly. They're more than happy to accompany, uh, to, to accommodate you as you want to enjoy a cigar. I tried the new Del Frisco Grill because I'm a big Del Frisco fan. Love their Double Eagle Steakhouse. We always go up to Charlotte for our uh, live broadcast invasion of the Queen City, and we always make it a point to have dinner either at the Palm or at Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse in the South Park area of Charlotte. Great food, great steaks. Very nice restaurant here in the Cigar City. They built a rooftop, outdoor, covered bar and dining area. Magnificent. The perfect spot to enjoy a cigar. So when they opened up, I went over with some friends and said, great, I'd like to go sit upstairs so I can smoke a cigar. Oh, we're not cigar friendly. No smoking. Now, it's not the manager here in the Cigar City, uh, the Del Frisco here in the Cigar City. It is one of the regional managers in Palm Beach that apparently is not cigar-friendly and doesn't want to acknowledge the importance of cigars and the history to the Cigar City of Tampa. So, lieutenants, and those of you here in the Cigar City listening to me now, we are going to make it a point to bombard Del Frisco. Bombard them, the Devil, uh, Del Frisco Grill, and let them know we're not going to be 
patronizing that restaurant unless they accommodate us. And I always say, why should we patronize restaurants and and bars and establishments that don't welcome us? I'm more than happy to continue spending my money at Capitol Grill here in the Cigar City because I have to tell you, they cannot accommodate us more beautifully. They're more than happy. They've got a beautiful covered outdoor uh, patio, great scenery. You can see the dames coming walking in and out of the International Mall. But see, this is what gets me, is that people want to, we want to enjoy a cigar. We are the best guests that restaurants and bars can ever possibly hope for because we are courteous we enjoy top-shelf food and spirits. We take great care of our servers with great gratuities. And in fact, every time I would go to the Palm or go to the Capitol Grill or other places that I frequent, they cannot wait to have me at their table, at their assigned table, because they know that my group will take such great care of them. And we're fun people. That's the other thing. I get so many comments from servers saying, you have no idea. The cigar smokers, they are the most courteous. They're the most fun people. Some of these other people, oh, absolute have sticks up there you know where. Why? Because we now know how to enjoy life. That's what it's all about. We know how to enjoy life. We know how to enjoy ourselves. And that's what it is all about. So great to see Cleveland Browns head coach Mike Pettin not ashamed, not embarrassed, not trying to hide that he is smoking a cigar. I saw an interview a couple of nights ago. It was last night or the night before on Fox News. Rudy Giuliani was there. Rudy Giuliani is, without any question, an unabashed cigar connoisseur. In fact, when he travels, he always scouts out a place where he can go smoke cigars. And I, I talked to a friend of mine who actually saw him down in Miami, and they were in a cigar store, and he said, you know, Mayor, can I get a picture with you? Is it okay? I know some people don't like you know, taking a picture when you have a cigar. Giuliani said, no problem at all. And they both held their cigars right to their mouths, took the picture, beautiful. Bill Clinton, I'll tell you something. I enjoy my cigars. I do like them dipped, but I cannot acknowledge that I smoke them because Hillary would kill me. As you know, Hillary made the White House absolutely cigar unfriendly. I couldn't even smoke on a balcony. If you live with that biatch, Man, you'd be screwing around with everything inside, too. Have you ever seen the size of her ass? It's huge. She just doesn't give me any good wood anymore. So the reality is, lieutenants, we've got a people that are not ashamed to enjoy cigars. And that's, to me, uh, the sign of an alpha male. If you enjoy cigars, if you enjoy libations, if you enjoy your harem, why not flaunt it? Why not tell people, yes, this is how I am? I find people that don't want to acknowledge something they like, whether they are a, hunt, a hunter, a golfer, a cigar connoisseur, a whiskey connoisseur, whatever the case is. When they don't want to, anybody to talk about it or they say, I don't, don't say anything, I don't want my wife to know or I don't want this to know or I don't, I don't want it in public, there's something very disingenuous about them. Do not trust them. If they can't admit that they enjoy some of life's simple pleasures, then how are you going to trust them? When it comes to bigger deals, the answer is you can't. Now we come back, lieutenants. I will tell you about the enemies of scent. I have never in my life seen a sign as I walked into a building saying this is a no scent building. Apparently, now think about this no scent building. So you can't smell good 
and theoretically you can't smell bad. But I will guarantee you that there are far more people that smell bad than smell good. But we'll get into that when I come back. I was flabbergasted. We have now seen the next front that we have to battle, the enemies of scent. All I know is I sprayed on my Bulgari this morning, and I smell absolutely spectacular. In fact, as I walked in, a number of dames here at Humidor 1A at, at CCRN Central said, General, you smell absolutely magnificent. One of them said, General, you smell yummy. I could just eat you. And I'm like, sweetheart. Please come into Humidor 1A. It would be all my pleasure. We come back, we'll tell you about the latest assault on those of us that want to smell good. You can now listen to the show 24-7, both online and through the General's new mobile app. Go to CigarDave.com for details. I've traveled around the world, played poker with sharks, and chased the thrill of first love. But no experience matches the new 1875 Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Honduras with specially aged vintage tobaccos, rich, bold, spicy, notes of hickory and dark chocolate, available exclusively to local tobacconist. 1875 Romeo y Julieta, the next chapter in your favorite love story. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. The 
the General has determined that enemies of pleasure are hazardous to your happiness. For your protection and sanity, they've been vaporized. The holiday season is upon us. Hanukkah begins next week. We've got Christmas the following week. Is it next week? I think it's next week. Yeah, I think something like that. 17th, whenever that is. So we're, we're close. We're in range, as they say. We're on final approach towards the Hanukkah and uh, Christmas season, so we will celebrate appropriately here. And by the way, during Hanukkah, it is the Festival of Lights. Well, we take a slightly different tact on that. We make it the Festival of Litation, and this year the Festival of Litation and Libation. So on eight consecutive nights... We are setting up a menorah on CigarDave.com, and we will place a cigar in uh, each area where you normally would put a candle, and I will select eight different cigars, and I will do a litation ceremony, a mini litation ceremony for each cigar, as well as a fine accompanying libation. So we can celebrate the festival of litation and libation appropriately. As I mentioned to you, I was up in the Western New York Theater of Operations last week for Thanksgiving. And I had to go get my global entry, my global access, or global entry it's called, global entry, which allows basically you go through a background check and you get what's called a known traveler identification. You get a number, uh, but you have to submit this application online. You have to have your passport number. You have to list your address, where you've lived for 15 years, your employer, all sorts of information. Then it goes into the... Department of uh, Customs and Border Protection uh, database it checks to make sure you're not a terrorist, that you're legit. And then you receive an email saying you may now schedule an in-person interview. Well, I wanted to do it in the Cigar City. And by the way, it used to be that you would go online for global entry, you would, you would apply for this thing, and it would take like three, four weeks to get a reply back saying that you've either been approved or disapproved. And if you were approved, you can now schedule an interview. And there were only like four or five offices at the time. Now there's probably about 60 offices across the country that you can apply for this. And this time, when I when I did apply, I applied, I think, on a Sunday, Sunday night. By Monday afternoon, Tuesday morning, I had a reply saying, you are conditionally approved. Please go to this website, this link, to schedule your interview. So initially I wanted to do it here in the Cigar City of Tampa. But the Waiting line was like two months because they only have a very small office at Tampa International Airport. I knew I was going up to the Western New York Theater of Operations, and obviously a border crossing right there, Fort Erie and Niagara Falls, Ontario, right across the Niagara River from the the uh, United States, from New York State. So they have two offices, one in Niagara Falls, New York, and they have one in Fort Erie right across from downtown Buffalo. Piece of cake. Went right over across, scheduled my interview. As I walked into the building, it is on the Canadian side, and the United States uh, De- Department of uh, Customs and Immigration shares some office space with the Canadian Customs and Immigration Department. So it's technically a not technically it is a Canadian building, and the United States team is there so that any Americans can apply, take their picture for the Nexus program, which allows you to get into the United States quicker. Same thing with global entry, and if you do get accepted for global entry, which of course I did, then it's automatically uh, you're approved for the TSA pre-check. I'll talk about more on that in just a little bit later on in the show. As I walk into the building, there is a sign. And it says, Scent Free Building. And, of course, they also have it in French. And I believe, I know Cigar Mother would not, she'd pronounce this better than I would, but I believe it is uh, is pronounced 
utilisons des products parfumés. Scent-free building. And there is a picture of like a perfume bottle and a cologne bottle and um, a can of an aerosol can. And it's got a big circle with a slash through it. So basically, it says no perfume, no cologne, no hairspray or anything. And it says many people are extremely sensitive to perfumes, colognes, aftershaves, and other scented products. Please do not... Please do not, they say, wear them at any time in this building. Thank you. Well, guess what? I was wearing my Bulgari as I walked into the building. I smelled magnificent, if I say so myself, and I just did. Why on earth would people get offended because you smell good? But leave it to the enemies now of scent. The enemies of fine aroma. Now they have an issue with us smelling good, smelling like cologne, or smelling like the soap that you wear. Look, Michael Moore, talk about scent. Now, that's bad scent. There's a difference between good scent, bad scent. Cigar Dave the General, Bulgari, good scent. Michael Moore hasn't had a bath in nine months, complete skis ball, disheveled unmade bed, Skanky smelling, not good, not acceptable. So I'm good, Michael Moore not. And if you look at him, he looks, you know, skeezy. So you walk into this building now, and they now have these signs all over saying scent-free building. I've never seen that before. And I did a little bit of research here, lieutenants, and believe it or not, there is a foundation in Canada called the David Suzuki Foundation, and part of their... In, in partnership with the Canadian Lung Association, they are now, they have a Go Fragrance Free campaign. And it talks about how join the movement for fragrance-free homes and workplaces. What? Secondhand cologne, secondhand scent is now on the same level as secondhand smoke? This is what this is what they're equating everything to. There is no rationale. When we come back, I'll talk about this a little bit more. We'll conduct first the National Cigar and Libation Ceremony. Then I'll get in a little bit more into this fragrance-free movement that apparently is now starting to spread in Canada and now here in the United States. You think you can come in and take away my cigars? You think you can come in and take away my libations? You think you can come in and take away my harem? And now you want to come in and take away my Bulgari? My Dunhill Fresh, or whatever other fine cologne I want to wear, the hell you will. Listen to Cigar Dave anytime, anywhere, with podcasts of the show. Download them through iTunes or visit CigarDave.com. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos for the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. 
full of flavor. This cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy, and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, I have decided that I want... I started with the libation that I wanted today, and that is Gentleman Jack, which I'll get to momentarily, and I wanted a fine accompaniment. I wanted a cigar that I thought was going to hold up, but at the same time, be complimentary. And I went through my humidor and I pulled a cigar that's been aging for about two years that was given to me by Chris Cacheturian of A.J. Fernandez, and I pulled out a San Lotano, Connecticut. Now, at the Buffalo Smoke on the Water last August, our Cigar Dave Assault Pack included a San Lotano, Connecticut Toro. But I have pulled out the Churchill. Seven inches in length, 52 ring gauge. This is going to give me a maximum amount of absolute cigar pleasure. Beautiful looking stick. AJ Fernandez makes fantastic cigars. It's a mild, mild to medium flavored cigar. Beautiful Connecticut shade wrapper. Very, very pleasant. Little Nicaraguan uh, filler. Just a very nice, creamy, smooth cigar. Great price. $7 suggested retail for this beautiful cigar. Can't go wrong with it. Flawless construction, magnificent-looking leaf on this, and that is what I will enjoy today. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening, double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready for action. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. I'm going to tell you about the torch that I have. I'm not using a Cigar Dave signature lock and load or anything from the Cigar Dave R&D labs today. When I was up in Buffalo, I had to go, I bought a turkey fryer to fry, the electric turkey fryer to fry the turkey for Cigar Family. And I needed to get one of those little injectors. Looks like a giant syringe to put in the special mixture of Woodford Reserve, some chicken stock, and a little bit of apple juice to really give that bird a nice succulent, juicy taste when it's in the fryer. So as I'm going to one of these supermarkets, I happen to see right next to the injectors, they have a little item that says sale, $7.92. And I look down and I see it's a culinary torch. And you probably have seen these at many cigar retailers across the country. They use them 
right on the uh, cigar bar or when people want to light their cigars. And I looked at this thing. It's normally, it was, I think it was $31.95. On sale, $7.92. There were two left. I took them. I bought them. Can't go wrong. Beautiful, big jet flame. They use like to make creme, creme brulee and other sorts of desserts with this. So that's what I will use today. $7.92 giant tank. It's got a little base you can stick it in. It's fantastic. I will tweet out on Facebook a picture of this momentarily. But let me just go ahead and oh, listen to that. Oh, yeah. Look at that torch. That is single torch, single SST flame, but it jumps about three, four inches. Beautiful. That's what I will use today on my San Latano. Again, a culinary torch, $7.92. How can you go wrong? I bought two. If they had 10, I would have bought 10. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. All right, here comes the cut on my San Lotano, Connecticut. Three, two, one. Beautiful. Very nice. Taking my time here. I will gently take my culinary torch. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, this has got about as much fuel and uh, flame as the Orion spacecraft that went up yesterday. Let me gently toast the foot of this. And again, I, my, the flame, the top of the flame is about four inches away from the foot of the cigar, and it is causing massive ignition, massive heat. We want to toast the wrapper first, so I'm just going to gently toast the wrapper, get the wrapper burning ahead of the binder and filler. Now I will gently toast the foot of the cigar. And I'll tell you, this culinary torch, less than eight bucks. How can you go wrong? And if you live in the Western New York Theater of Operations, check out some of the supermarkets that are up there, and you may find it. All right, I will toast. Now I will puff and rotate. Mmm, great flame, great cigar. Oh, yeah, great draw. Mmm. Fantastic. My San Latano, Connecticut is now lit. Scotch, bourbon, and beer commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Lieutenant Brian, I just realized something. You know, I've been gone from Humidor 1A, Command Center Alpha, for two weeks. Where is my little bourbon snifter? We normally have all of them on the rack. Are they still in the dishwasher? They're still in the yeah, dishwasher? Yeah, washing them up right now. Sorry about that, General. Okay, I'm not using a styrofoam cup. However... Yeah, you made fun of me on New Year's last year for that, remember? Yeah, I know. Well, in my briefcase, what do I always carry as a spare? A little whiskey snifter. So stand by, let me go into my briefcase here. Hold on. It is secure in my briefcase in a little compartment that is padded... And I have my snifter in front of me now, Lieutenant Brian. Oh, actually, Brian, I'll tell you, I may have to, you know, it may have to be a demotion after that. I mean, being gone for two weeks, and now they're just, and I look, I can see the dryer, the wash, the dishwasher doing its thing, but I thought you washed these by hand because they are so precious. Not so much? Yeah, it's not so much. Not it's so the much. holidays. It's the holiday season. Lovely. Okay. All right, so now I'm going to, I've got my snifter that I keep as a spare. Suggestion to you all, every alpha male always carries a spare snifter or a spare rocks glass in their briefcase or their suitcase. So let me do this. I'm going to put it down here, and I'm going to open up my bottle of Gentleman Jack. Now, 
Jack Daniels is Tennessee whiskey. It is not bourbon. It is American whiskey, but it is Tennessee whiskey. And one of the reasons why it is not bourbon is because the filtering process. Jack Daniels is filtered using charcoal to get a nice, crisp, clean, smooth flavor. That's the regular Jack Daniels. One pass through the charcoal filtration system. Gentleman Jack goes twice through the filtration system. So it is double filtered. This results in a very smooth taste, a little bit more suitable for drinking neat. And I'm not going to put any ice. I'm not going to put any branch. By the way, I was uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was somewhere and I said, yeah, I'll have a bourbon, uh, what I think it's, I think well, Woodford and Branch. And she looked at me and said, what's Branch? Never heard of that. Well, Branch is a Rat Pack sophisticated era term for water because branch water is what they use in Tennessee. So I, of course, educated her, and she said, good to know. So when somebody comes up and says, I want bourbon and branch, now you know what they're talking about. But no branch in here, no water. I'm going to take my gentleman, Jack. Love the bottle on this, by the way. Pour a little bit in. Beautiful. Absolutely magnificent. This is 80 proof, 40% alcohol by volume. It is very smooth, a very nice, light, caramel-colored libation. I'm going to swirl it around, and I'm going to say, cheers. Mmm. Oh, wow. Ah, smooth. Very, very pleasant. Take another sip here. Wonderful aromas. Nice uh, floral notes. A little bit of honey on the end, but there's no honey in here. I will not drink any bourbon or whiskey that is infused with honey. Not going to happen. And the latest travesty... I don't know if you've seen this. Crown Royale. It was bad enough when they injected Aunt Jemima pancake syrup into Crown Royale and called it Crown Royale maple because that's what it tastes like. I thought it was just going to be aged in maple barrels. No. It is actually flavored with a pancake-type syrup taste that is just atrocious. Then they've just come out with Crown Royale apple cider flavor or apple flavor. I'm not even going to go near that. I don't even want to taste it because it is a decimation of a quality Canadian whiskey. Why touch Crown Royale? Why touch it? It's perfect the way it was. But I don't understand why they want to flavor it up. It makes no sense. If you want to do maple and and flavor it in a maple barrel, no problem. If you want to somehow infuse some apples or allow some of the natural apples to seep into the crown, fine. But when they put this sugary, sappy stuff in there, they have destroyed it. None of that for me. I'll take another sip here. Oh, man, this Gentleman Jack just so smooth. Very nice. On the CDWF, the Cigar Day, the warm factor, and there is no right or wrong. It's on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being extremely nuclear warm. 1, not so much warm. This is absolutely a 7.5. And again, that's not a 1 to 10 scale, meaning 10 is the best. That's not the case. It is 7.5 in terms of the warmth intensity on the palate. In terms of flavor, this is beautiful. I mean, I give this uh, give this an A+. Very nice. Gentlemen, Jack, can't go wrong. And the Jack Daniels Frank Sinatra version, Sinatra blend, absolutely magnificent. Much spicier, much fuller than the regular Jack, but very pleasant 
indeed. So let me go on and tell you, just finish up here before we take a short time out. Then we will get to the phones at 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. As I walked into this customs building in Fort Erie, Ontario, the sign, and I will tweet that out momentarily, fragrance-free building, scent-free building. And as David Suzuki Foundation, in association with the Canadian Lung Association, uh, is is pushing this go fragrance free nonsense. And I understand if someone says, look, we don't want people smelling badly coming in. We don't want bad body odor or we don't want people in excess. I get that. But to be absolutely scent free that now all of a sudden perfumes and colognes are an evil enemy. And this is what they say on this David Suzuki Foundation. Join the growing movement for fragrance-free homes and workplaces. Removing unnecessary scented products from where you live and work can be beneficial for your health, the health of those around you, and the environment. See, they always go back to this environment BS. It's good for the environment. How? Tell me how it's good that I'm going to uh, that that I don't by not wearing cologne or perfume, it's good for the environment. Cologne and perfume are natural products. Many perfumes and colognes comes from lavender and lilac and and juniper and all these other different... They're all natural. How is it bad for the environment? You know what's bad for the environment? When people smell terrible. That is bad for the environment, and it is bad for my nose. To smell good, to smell clean, to smell refreshed, there's nothing better than when you get up in the morning, you take your shower, I shave... Got a nice, close, comfortable shave, and then I put my my Bulgari on, and I am ready for the day. And I walk out, and even at 5, 6 o'clock, people say, oh, that smells so good. What is that? In fact, a few months ago, I'm in an airport. I pass through security, and I'm walking at a pretty brisk pace down to go to the gate, and a woman starts running and says, excuse me, excuse me, sir. I stop. Rather hot woman, I might, might add. Very hot dame. And I'm thinking... Excellent. Another prospect for the harem. And she proceeds to tell me, please tell me what you are wearing. You smell great. I want to write it down so I can get it for my husband. At which point I should have said, honey, if your husband doesn't know to wear cologne, then make a change in that department. Not alpha enough. Got an alpha right here. Very hot, I might add. She was very hot. Uh, met all the qualifications, including in the décolletage and clavigial area, no question about it. Legs uh, all the way up to uh, Maine, actually. Very, very impressive-looking dame. And I gave it to her, and she said, do you have any other recommendations? And I said, as a matter of fact, I do. Dunhill Fresh is also very good. A little Cartier Mint. So she wrote all those down. She's like, oh, I wish my husband would wear cologne. I'm always after him. I'm just going to buy it, and that's that. And that is the number one requested item of women of their men. Women have of their men. They want their men to wear cologne. Not a large percentage of men wear cologne. Alphas always wear cologne. And look, even if you're in a pinch, you got to smell good. All right, a little bit of Jade East, a little bit of High Karate, a little bit of Brute, or a little bit of Old Spice, even Aqua Velva, I'll let you get away with it. It's better than not wearing anything. But if you really want to go and smell good, then you buy the top shelf stuff, stuff you can't find in a drugstore. But this fragrance-free uh, campaign is just nonsense. I mean, now they're complaining that 
scented air fresheners are bad, that candles are bad, and that all of these use harmful chemicals. Well, there's no harmful chemicals in my cologne or my perfume, thank you, or my cologne and women's perfume. So they want everybody to go fragrance-free. Why? Because, and that includes your shampoo, your laundry detergents. Now they say it causes serious health problems, especially with people with lung disease, such as asthma or chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Being near a scented product can make people sick. This is the latest salvo in a group of people that have, or by a group of people that have nothing better to do with their lives. They don't like when we light our cigars and smoke our cigars and we're happy. They don't like when we have our libations. They don't like when we throw steaks on the grill. They have a problem with that. And now they have a problem with us smelling clean and refreshing. The problem is not with us. The problem is with them. They lead miserable, pathetic, horribly boring lives. That's really what this boils down to. Would you even waste your time saying, my goal in life is to make my whole workplace and building scent-free? Who cares? Now, do some women sometimes wear perfume? Not so good? Yeah. Been in elevators where they're using, like, Avon perfume? Not so much. Not good. But I'm not going to make a stink and say, oh, you know what? We need to make this entire building and elevator scent-free or perfume-free. Not going to happen. And here's what they say. Forgo air fresheners. Don't use colognes. Don't use scented soaps. I'm sorry, but I want to use a soap that's going to make me smell good and clean and vigorously refreshed. I don't want to smell bad. So when I looked at this, and I'm going to tweet this out momentarily along with the libation and litation selection as well as this lighter that I bought here momentarily, you got to ask yourself, at what point do we say, this is just ridiculous? We're way past that point, lieutenants. There's no question about it. I say, I am proud to be an alpha male. I am proud to enjoy my cigar, to enjoy my libation, to enjoy... I, I am proud that I enjoy dead animal products on my grill and on my big green egg and in the smoker. And I'm proud that I smell great every day. That when I go out, whether it's to the post office, the bank, work, travel, people always come up and say, you smell great. What is it that you're wearing? I'm proud of that. So to the enemies of scent, the enemies of pleasure, go sniff up another tree. Catch the Cigar Dave show anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Available for Android and iOS. It is a real smoking app. Go to CigarDave.com for info. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
Wow, he's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. A.J. Fernandez Cigars, known for producing consistently highly rated and sought-after cigars, is proud to unveil their latest cigar, New World. New World is a unique cigar which pays homage to the discovery of the then mystical smoking leaf called tobacco by the Europeans when their ships landed in what is now called the New World. A medium to full-bodied cigar with an amazing aroma. Smokers of New World will experience elements of sweetness, spiciness, and a very balanced and refined cigar. New World is a beautiful box-pressed cigar which is composed of a Jalapa binder, Viso Amatepe filter, Condega Lajero, Estelle Finca Soledad Lajero, and wrapped in a beautiful dark Nicaraguan wrapper. New World, a first-class cigar proudly launched by A.J. Fernandez Cigars. Experience this exceptional cigar and embark on the journey with New World. Stay connected with A.J. Fernandez by visiting us at www.ajfernandezcigars.com and follow us on Facebook. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. As we get ready for the Festival of Light, Lights and Litation slash Libation, Hanukkah coming up next week or two, and then we've got uh, Christmas, so we are full mode in the holiday season here on the Cigar Dave Show, and uh, as we do always, the last Saturday before New Year's, we will conduct our champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuvers with our good friend Sommelier Dave Cavanis. Let us do this. Let us go to the phones and say hello to Rena in Jackson, Tennessee. You are front and center. Long Ashes, General. Back at you. Hey, we Tennesseans really appreciate you uh, drinking our fine liquor this, this nice day. The pleasure is all mine, Rena. Believe me. <laughs> so yesterday I was running errands listening to Rush Limbaugh, who, as you know, 
I'm sure you know, is a um, connoisseur of um, cigars in his own right. And uh, he had a caller call who, his caller's daughter is at West Point. And um, right before their Christmas break, they have a Christmas dinner, which includes uh, mandatory cigar smoking. Yes. Yes. Um, well, I had never heard of that, and I was just so impressed that I said, hey, I'm going to call the general and tell him about this tomorrow. Rush. Um, okay, uh, Rana, so I'm going to hold you right there. Oh, I want to okay. hold you over to the break. I did, I did hear it, so, so I'm going to put you on hold because right around the corner, I want to get to it in detail. So hold on, if you would. I know I, 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 did, I didn't listen to the show, but I received a transcript as well as uh, a tape when I came in this morning. So I did hear it, and I will talk about it because the caller asked Rush about some cigars. And, of course, Rush made it out like he's an expert, but never answered the question. Of course, if you want to talk about anything alpha male related, whether it's cigars, spirits, diversions, dames, you come to this five star. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, I am just retoasting my absolutely gorgeous San Latano, Connecticut by A.J. Fernandez. Mm, Very nice. Offering and rotating. Mm. I will take a little sip of my Gentleman Jack because I am a five-star gent. Mm. Very nice. My feet are propped up on the leather ottoman here in Command Center Alpha. Very cushy, very comfortable, nice leather chair. We are surrounded by great cigars, libations, and, of course, the wonderful harem. Kept by the lovely Ms. Kate. We wish you a very happy holiday season. Season's greetings to all lieutenants, and we welcome you back to our number two of the Cigar Dave Show. Join us, 877-DAVE-007. Much to get to this hour. I will tell you about the TSA turkeys in Chicago. A big theft of over one and a half million dollars of fine distilled spirits in Ireland, including some Jack Daniels, Jameson, and Bombay Sapphire. I'm just hoping that we don't see Mick the Brit associated with this because, let's see, one and a half million dollars worth of whiskey. Uh, I don't have the ex- I do have the exact number of 2,500 cases. Yeah, that would last Mick about a week. So we'll have to make sure we don't see Mick on a most wanted picture. And I'll tell you about a new bourbon stout beer a little bit later on. But first, let's continue with Rana from Tennessee. Rana, at the end of the last hour, you talked about yesterday 
You heard Rush Limbaugh caller called into the Rush Limbaugh show and inquired about cigars for his daughter, who is a first-year cadet at West Point, known as a plebe. And as part of their Christmas dinner, the plebes provide cigars for the other cadets, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, did you listen? Did you heard the whole thing, correct? I did. I did. The uh, His caller called and asked some advice on um, I, on what cigars were good. He, he was unfamiliar with what kind of cigars to help his daughter. Yes. Buy. Now, and I remind you, Rana, you are under oath in the Cigar Dave Court of Law. Did yes, you hear Rush Limbaugh provide an answer to what cigars this gentleman should suggest to his daughter, who is a plebe at West Point? General, he did not, in That's fact, right. provide any guidance whatsoever. You are most correct, Rana. That is correct. <laughs> he didn't. He danced. He dodged. But he never answered the question. However, I will say that Rush was very generous and said he would provide 100 cigars from his personal humidor to this gentleman for his daughter, which I thought was very nice. He never answered the question because he doesn't have the knowledge, the gentleman, the alpha male knowledge that I have. He has uh, certainly a lot of uh, political insight, but when it comes to the alpha male lifestyle insight, not his thing. That's my thing. No. So, I think he's been married maybe one or two too many times. Oh, Rush has been married. I think this is number four. I think this is married number four, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah I think so. Which is, hey, listen, you know what they say, fourth, fifth, seventh is a charm. That's that's <laughs> not, that's not an issue. But uh, uh, point being is that, and look, I, I've uh, played in several golf tournaments with Rush, the Mon- three Monte Cristo Cups down in uh, one in the Dominican and one and two in uh, Puerto Rico, I believe. Um, and so, yes, he does enjoy cigars, but he is not the connoisseur of the good life such as yours truly yeah. so uh but i thought it was interesting because i did listen to it this morning when i came in um our fine producers here had that for us i've got the transcript i listened to the whole thing but i noticed he never answered the question but no, he did no. as again very disappointing well when you don't have the knowledge you dance around it indeed and he did but and I did have to give him credit because he was very generous, and he said, "You know what? I'm going to send up 100 cigars." And I know that he is a big—he's uh, a big Monte Cristo fan. He's a big um, Arturo Fuente fan, and he is also a big La Flor Dominicana fan. So I'm sure we'll see some of those cigars in that uh, selection. Hopefully, the gentleman will, will call and tell us what cigars we're in, or he'll post something. But uh, still, nonetheless, it was very kind of him to send up those 100 cigars. But I am a general of generosity, and I would do so as well. Yeah, I'm sure you would. All right, now here's what I'm going to do for you, Rana. What type of cigar do you enjoy? Well, uh, I uh, have been known to puff on a stick or two in my life, uh, and I generally like uh, whatever my um, male companion is smoking. I will um, partake in whatever he's doing. But uh, to have around the house, I like a mild to medium cigar. Not a problem. We are going to send you out some of the San Latano Connecticut's that I'm enjoying today. I was going to send you out some San Latano the Bulls, but those are going to be a little bit too flavorful for you. So I'll tell you what, we will have uh, Private Eric send you out some of the San Latano Connecticut's by A.J. Fernandez. These are great cigars, and I'm glad to see that you smoke with your alpha male. Very impressive. There you go. Excellent, Rana. Clearly you're a very intelligent woman. You prefer alpha males. You don't want any of those wussified little Nadless betas. No, they they can just do the yard work. They 
There you go. See, just boss them around. They can be your little cabana boys, but when it comes to being the real alphas, you want yeah. the real deal. That's right, sir. All right, Rana, stand by. We'll get those out to you. I appreciate you joining us today, lieutenants. And uh, as I said, lieutenants, I think that whenever you hear someone that says, when somebody calls and says, look, I'm interested in cigars, I think that's great. I think it's great on whatever show. I think it's fantastic because cigars have become a very important part of American life, and they've experienced a resurgence. Think about this. A celebration, a celebratory dinner, a promotion, marriage, a divorce, whatever the case may be, whatever you're celebrating, a cigar and fine spirits are always the right accompaniments. And when you think about this, and I was thinking about this Yesterday, I, I lit a cigar late in the afternoon as I was doing some uh, work for today's show. And I was just thinking about this. I, I had the cigar in my hand, as I am right now, and I'm looking at the cigar. I'm admiring the craftsmanship of this cigar. I'm, I'm enjoying the aroma. Just watching the, the wrapper draw down and the ash get larger in size, taking a puff. And I thought to myself, this is something that is just so simplistic. There's no technology really involved. To a degree, there is slight technology. For example, uh, if you look at many of the cigar tobacco growers and the manufacturers, their agronomy techniques are far more advanced today than they were 30, 40 years ago. And that's okay. But when it comes to the making of the cigar, when it comes to aging and fermenting the cigar, we're seeing something that's been made the same way for years and years and years and years, for centuries. And yet... It's relatively simple, it's a natural product, and yet it provides us so much enjoyment that when we do have a good occasion, what do we think? Light a cigar. We saw the coach of the Cleveland Browns lit a cigar after his team defeated Atlanta. On many TV shows, we see people enjoying a celebratory cigar. I love the show Boston Legal with... William Shatner, who played Denny Crane, still the king, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And then there was Alan. I always forget Alan's last name, but it was played by James Spader. And at the end of every show, they would sit on the balcony in their chairs. They would light a cigar and have a glass of whiskey or bourbon neat. And they would pontificate and reflect on the thoughts of the day. Something so incredibly simple, yet such an intricate fabric of our existence and in the creation of our pleasure. And just sitting here looking at this cigar and thinking of the custom of the plebes at West Point providing cigars for the 100 upperclassmen cadets at their Christmas dinner has to give joy because we have enjoyed cigars for so long. Those of you that have discovered cigars recently, or I've been enjoying cigars for many years, my grandfather enjoyed cigars, we understand that it has a very unique place in our existence, in our lives. And to this day, when I smell the aroma of a cigar, I can still imagine being with my grandfather's cigar, Abe, as he was smoking his gold label. The aroma, the conversations, just being around him, that aroma today and smoking that cigar brings me a priceless memory that the enemies of pleasure will never understand, nor can they ever take away. Want to know what's on the general's mind during the week? Interact with him anytime on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show.
The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo, inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers, celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities, blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros, crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo, a cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit royalgoldcigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Linda está aquí Ocho candelas para mí Hanuka Linda está aquí Ocho candelas para mí Una candelica, dos candelicas, tres candelicas, cuatro candelicas. For your comfort and convenience, the general has turned on the no pleasure police sign. You may now feel free to enjoy the good life. Paul Zim and the Zim Tones, we bring them out every year this time, right around the Hanukkah celebration. Ocho candelicas, Spanish for eight Candles, eight lights, festival of lightation coming up on the 17th. 
And we will, of course, celebrate the Festival of Litation and Libation, eight consecutive nights via CigarDave.com. We'll also send it out via Twitter and Facebook as we give you pairings, eight great pairings of cigars and libations over eight nights coinciding with the Hanukkah holiday. Speaking of holidays, Thanksgiving, the busiest travel weekend of the year. What is the busiest travel day of the year? Well, that would be the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Now, people travel on Thanksgiving or to get to wherever they're going on Thanksgiving. They usually start Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Many people take the week off. So it used to be that Wednesday afternoon Thanksgiving rush, but now it's been spread out a little bit differently. Now people start traveling Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, even Thursday. Thursday used to be dead on Thanksgiving to travel, no longer. But the busiest day, everybody wants to get back Sunday in time for work or school on Monday. Sunday, a huge travel day, the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So you would think on the busiest travel day of the year, the TSA, or as I like to say, the TBSA, would be prepared. Many airports they were. However, one of the busiest airports around is Midway Airport in Chicago, the home of Southwest, the worst airline on the planet, the cattle car airline. But that's one of their big hubs. 90% of the flights going into Midway, Southwest. The ticket counters open up at 3.30 a.m. at Midway Airport. People wanting to get early morning flights. You had 5.30 flights, 5.15. And what do they always say, the airlines say on busy travel weekends? Get to the airport early, two hours early. Some people get three hours early. So the ticket counters open at 3.30, but the TSA checkpoints did not open until 4 a.m. And what happened? Well, a huge line developed. A line that went on and on, and on, and on. Estimates said the line was over a mile. A TSA spokesman, of course, lied and said it was under a half mile at its worst. And it had wait times of 50 minutes. Not true. The TBSA spokesman blatantly lied. But that's what government officials do. The line, according to people that were tweeting and Facebooking, and sending pictures out on Instagram was over two hours. Anywhere between an hour to two hours. That is unacceptable. Absolutely ridiculous. And even the TSA pre-checkpoints were jammed. Because, again, they didn't open the checkpoint until a half hour after the airline ticket counters all opened. So what happens? You've got all these people starting to get in queue and line up, And as they all leave the ticket counter, nothing happens until 4 a.m. So you have an absolute disaster. Additionally, the TBSA admitted that while they did schedule a significant amount of overtime throughout the day, that Sunday after Thanksgiving, the staffing was slightly less than anticipated during the first two hours Sunday morning at Midway Airport. Slightly No. Slightly is okay. Maybe there's a 15-minute line. Massively is a mile and a quarter line up to two, two and a half hours to get through stinking TBSA security. The spokesperson, David Castleveter, 
liar-in-chief of the TBSA, said, TSA is currently reviewing the causes of Sunday's longer-than-unusual wait times at Midway to prevent a similar occurrence in the future. Unfortunately, some passengers experienced wait times that well exceeded 20 minutes, the busiest travel day of the year. Uh, 20 minutes would have been pleasant for these people. It was two hours. According to the Chicago media reports, the lines cleared out by about 9.30. Nonetheless, from 3.30 in the morning till 9.30, six hours, the lines were massive, unacceptable. How dumb is the director of the BTSA, TBSA in Chicago? Whoever runs that airport for the TBSA, how dumb can he or her be? How stupid can the management, why, let me ask you this, why would not the head of the TS, I don't even know who the hell the, the head of the TBSA is now. The guy's last guy was John Pistol. I don't know who he is now. Why would not he be at a command center in Washington monitoring every single airport? And there are cameras at every airport in the world now and every airport in the United States. You would think he would get on the phone and say to whoever's running the show, what the hell is going on? I would not have used hell. I would have used far more... More, uh, let's just say more unpleasant terms. A little bit more eloquent profanity. That's exactly what I would have used. More eloquent profanity. I would have said, what the hell is going on? You get their people there pronto. But again, nobody is mining the fort because the TBSA is rudderless and clueless. It's government. They don't do anything well. Nothing. So long story short here, lieutenants, the busiest day of the travel year, the TBSA is unprepared. And you just have to wonder, how competent can they be when they know, they know it's the busiest day of the travel year, and what do they do? Nothing. Ding dong. No one at home at the TBSA headquarters. December 7th, 1941. A day that shall live in infamy. The famous words of Franklin Delano Roosevelt before a joint session of Congress. On December 7th, the morning of, America's naval base at Pearl Harbor in Hawaii was attacked by aircraft and subs of the Imperial Japanese Navy. Killed 2,403 American military personnel and civilians. 1,178 others were injured. The attack sunk four U.S. Navy battleships, damaged four more. It damaged or sank three cruisers, three destroyers, and one mine layer. Aircraft losses, 188 destroyed, 159 damaged. The day after the attack, the United States declared war on Japan and officially entered WW2, World War II. Tomorrow is National Pearl Harbor Day Remembrance Day. National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. Not many will know that, but we don't forget here at the Cigar Dave Show. So to all those Americans that lost their lives, that were injured, we remember you today, December 7th, 1941, a day that shall live an infamy.
Catch the Cigar Dave show anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app available for Android and iOS. It is a real smoking app. Go to CigarDave.com for info. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up The Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And The Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle-belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the happiest season of all As we celebrate the holiday and yuletide season here on the Cigar Dave Show, Andy Williams, one of the holiday classics. But we have our own twist on It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. It's the most wonderful time of the show. Frankie Sumatra and the Cigar Dave Singers. a stick for a clipping and that's when you know it's the most wonderful time of the show. It's the half happiest segment of all. With cigar-friendly meetings and long ashes greetings when lieutenants call. It's the half happiest segment of all. There'll be cigars for clipping and cognac for sipping from Tampa to San Diego. It's all over the nation. It's cigar litation. It's right here on your radio. It's the most wonderful time of the show. So go through your selection and choose with affection because everyone knows. It's the most wonderful time of the show. 
The great Frankie Sumatra and the Cigar Dave Singers. Yes, Andy Williams had the original, but we gave it a little bit of our own melodic twist here on the Cigar Dave Show. Most wonderful time of the show. All right, let us go back to the phones at 877-DAVE-007. We have Lacey in Louisiana. By the way, big election today in Louisiana. Taxocrat Mary Landro going down. You're up, Lacey. Well, I sure hope she goes down. She is done, finished. Stick a fork in her rear. She's toast. It's it's over. By the way, yesterday, Lacey, I'm going to give you as much time as you need. But yesterday, and I did tweet something out about this, there was an article in the New York Times that tried to make the correlation. And they're talking about the Landro, the, the, the runoff election, talking about Mary Landro, how she's lost a lot of support and how Louisiana's changed from more Democrats to Republicans. And they tried to, to make the correlation between the rise of the first black president in Barack Obama with accelerating the white migration to the Republican Party and the big victories they had in November, which I thought was absurd. And I, I, I tweeted out saying, nice try, first socialist president led the migration. So typical New York Times trying to say, well, this must be racial because people are abandoning the Democratic Party. In Louisiana, they're abandoning Mary Landro, and this is why, because they're, the, the, they're, all the whites are fleeing to go to Republicans, which is nonsense. You want to know why I can't stand the Democrats and can't stand Obama? Because they're all damn socialists now. And as many people in the article admitted and were quoted, they said, I am a Democrat, but I don't like how left the, the Democratic party, uh, party has gone, and therefore I can't relate to them anymore. And Mary Landro voted with Obama 97% of the time. And I know that there are people in these cigar industries and these cigar manufacturers that are not happy with me right now because she has been a big supporter of the cigar legislation in the Senate. She was down here for a fundraiser at the J.C. Newman Cigar Company. She was in Miami for another fundraiser. Uh, so she did raise a lot of money from the cigar industry. But as I stated, first and foremost, I am an American. And I would never vote for someone strictly because they supported cigars. I would vote for them on their overall beliefs. And her overall beliefs are the antithesis of what I believe. She voted with Obama 97% of the time and was the deciding vote in Obamacare, for Obamacare, when she got what they call the Louisiana Purchase, where they bribed her with all sorts of, of uh, funds and programs and pork. Well, guess what? Today, Mary Landro, you are done. Get your fat ass out of D.C. and go back to Louisiana to the private sector where you belong. And I know I'm going to tick off a lot of people uh, in the cigar industry because she's been a supporter, but I do not care because, to me, country is far more important than uh, party as uh, as opposed to many of these Democrats. So she's going to be done today. She's going to lose probably, here's my final prediction, 62% of the vote will go to the Republican. She will get 38%. Let's see how, gentlemen, mark that down. I'm going to have my two producers, Eric and Brian, mark that down. I'm saying she will win. She will lose 62-38. The Republican will win. Let's see how close we come next week, and I will tweet that out so that I can be held accountable. All right, Lacey, now that I got on my rant, the floor is yours, sir. Well, uh, like I told you, screener, um, I, I, I'm not a cigar smoker, but I want to become a cigar smoker. 
and I I don't want to go to uh, uh, the place over here in Lafayette. It's, it's called Piper's Haven. Yeah, I, I, Renee, great guy, fantastic. Piper's uh, Haven. They got a great uh, store over there. I don't I don't want to go over there and just pick up a cigar that I don't know anything. You know, I, I mean, like I said, this is completely new to me. Um, uh, I think this is only the actually the second time I've been able to catch your show uh and listen and you know it's something i want to be able to get get into but not you know spend spend money on something and not like it and then just give up on it all right first of all Lacey, have you quit cigarettes yet um yes i started uh, i have a um uh a vapor okay when did you okay but wait a minute so you're still doing the vapor thing but you 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 still have not when did you when did you stop cigarettes and go on the vapor? Uh, two months. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. When you quit the vapor and the cigarettes totally for a year, call me back, and I'll tell you why. All you are looking to do right now is replace one habit with another, and that's not why we smoke cigars. We do not smoke cigars for the nicotine. We do not inhale cigars. We smoke cigars for the flavor, the taste, the aroma, the the camaraderie, the relaxation. It is very different than a cigarette. Now, people, the enemies of pleasure, like to lump them all together because they're all tobacco, but they're very different. Cigarettes are are manufactured to retain the nicotine. Cigars are fermented so that the nicotine and ammonia dissipates. So they're night and day. I always suggest to people, in fact, I give them a firm order, no cigars until you have totally quit for a year because the only thing you would be doing now, quite honestly, Lacey, is replacing one habit for another, and you will not enjoy cigars if you do that. You will find yourself saying, well, I don't understand what the big deal with these cigars are because all you're looking to do is replace that uh, that nicotine uh, fix that you're looking for. And, again, you don't inhale cigars. You smoke cigars for the taste, not the nicotine. And I want to make sure that if I, you do go into the world of cigars, which we'd love to have you go into, as a fine hobby, as a fine way to relax and bond with uh, and celebrate life's great experiences, but not to do so as a replacement for cigarettes or for vaping. Uh, that, that's one thing about me with smoking. Um, what, what was making me really want to want to? I didn't even inhale cigarettes. I get it, but you got to be off cig. But clearly, you didn't. But you still need something. You're 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 obviously doing the vaping for the nicotine. I think it's uh, mostly is the habit of having having it, you know, having something there. Okay, well, cigars are not a habit. Cigarettes are a habit. Cigars are not a habit. Cigars are an occasional pleasure, something that we enjoy on celebratory occasions after a nice fine meal. So here's what I'm asking you to do. Lacey, give it all up for a year. You call back in one year, I, I guarantee you, I'll remember you, and I will give you all the guidance that you need. I just do not want to get you from one product to another when they're totally different. And you just said you like having something in your mouth. Right. And that's not why we smoke cigars. We smoke cigars for very different reasons than cigarettes and for vaping. So when you've quit totally, call me back. I will guarantee you we will get you on the right track. Let's go to uh, William in South Carolina. You are front and center. Long ashes, General. Back at you. 
wanted to, I guess, relay a story. I'm out here on my normal Saturday routine. Uh, for from 12 to 2, I come out in the woods behind my house with my dog and let him exercise, smoke a cigar, and listen to your show on the mobile app. Beautiful. Uh, but what I want to talk about is um, you was talking about how we celebrate and we use cigars for different things. Well, yesterday I got a phone call. I'm a deputy fire chief at a fire department neighboring fire department, and uh, got a phone call from another fire department neighboring me that a friend of mine's house was on fire. Okay. So uh, we all jumped up, all of his friends, and we ran to his house, and I grabbed, we all grabbed wood and tools and everything to button his house up and get it prepared because they were calling for rain today. And the first thing I thought of was I grabbed a couple cigars, and I took them to him, and we sit down, and we went through his remorse of his loss and smoked a cigar together. And uh, when you was talking earlier, it made me think about that. Beautiful. Well, and again, talk about something as simple as a cigar. He experienced a tremendous obviously a, a tremendous loss and it's not just you know it's probably more the memories and the other memorabilia that he had uh, rather than you know you can always replace refrigerators and clothes and 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 tvs but it's much tougher to replace the mementos the keepsakes and certainly the memories uh, so you yep. did your part and uh again that's what a fellow cigar connoisseur or friend would do bring over a couple of cigars and you probably kind of helped them for a few hours kind of forget kind of what he just went through yeah, we we sit we sit together for a while and talked about his loss. And he's a firefighter as well. We both are firefighters, so we've always been on the other side of the fence, putting out someone's fire. But it's always different when it's you. And uh, that's some of the things we reflect on how it's different to be on that side of the fence and uh, you know actually experience the loss. Well, here's what I'd like to do for you. How about we send you out some Julius Caesar? By Diamond Crown. I mean, these are super premium, top-of-the-line cigars. Uses a beautiful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. Just a wonderful uh, medium-flavored, uh, uh, a medium-bodied cigar. Uh, named after the founder of the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, Julius Caesar Newman. We'll send some of these out. Why don't you go share them with him and uh, tell him that that's our little way of giving him a little gift. And hopefully he will uh, recover and uh, get, his, get back uh, on his feet in terms of his house. I would gladly do that with him. William, stand by. We'll get those out to you. Let's say hello to uh, Tommy out in Texas. Don't mess with Texas. You are front and center. How you doing, General? Fantastic. Hey, I've got a question for you. I'm not a smoker myself, but I have brothers that when we're out on the golf course, are, they like to enjoy a good cigar when they're out on the golf course. And being Christmas time, I want to do a, get your suggestion on buying them you know, a good cigar. I, the ones they got... Uh, they're very aromatic. I don't know what they are, what they smoke. But, you know, I just wanted to kind of get a suggestion from you as to, you know, what would be a good gift as far as for the, my older brothers. Well, I'll tell you what. You're talking about a holiday. You want a special gift. You want something memorable. When you talk about great cigars, certainly Monte Cristo is a name that comes to mind. You can never go wrong with Monte Cristo. The Monte Cristo White or the Monte Cristo Classic are in the mild to medium flavor category. The mere name Monte Cristo symbolizes excellence uh, known worldwide, I would certainly recommend the Monte Cristos. I would also recommend just the cigars I talked about, the Julius Caesar or the Diamond Crown. Yeah, Julius Caesar or Diamond Crown are great cigars. And I would also tell you we smoked the Davidoff Nicaraguas a few weeks ago, but any of the Davidoffs, you can never go wrong with any of the Davidoffs. The Davidoff Double R, beautiful cigar, you can never go wrong with any of those. And those are all really premium Super premium special occasion cigars. You can't go wrong with any of those. Okay. 
Yeah, my oldest brother used to love to smoke, I think it was a Macanoodle, I think was the name yep. of that one. Yeah, Macanoodle's uh, a mild-flavored uh, cigar, so if you want something along those lines, if you like the Macanudo, he will love the Diamond Crown or the Monte Cristo. Guaranteed to love Monte them. Monte Cristo or, or Diamond Crown. Yep. Okay. All right, I appreciate your advice. Like I said, uh, like I said I'm not a smoker, but whatever they're smoking out there on the golf course smells so good. I'm just like, man, you know. I wish I'd have started smoking a long time ago. Maybe I could be enjoying them with them. But see that? Like said, th- see what you're missing, Tommy. But you know what? Why don't you take one of those Monte Cristos? You buy them and light up with them, and maybe they'll guide you in the right uh, way. Take your time. Don't inhale. Puff and rotate. Just enjoy it, and you'll find that the experience of of great camaraderie and fellowship with your brothers and family and the cigar will be absolutely over the top. And here's you what know, I'll do I'll, for I'll, you. I've always been tempted to do that, but you know, like I said, never haven't been a smoker. I didn't know. You know what the experience would be like, but like I said, I love the way they smell. They they just smell so aromatic. Do you know what I'm saying? Tommy, here's what I'll do for you. I'm going to send you out some additional cigars. Go get those Monte Cristos or Diamond Crowns, uh, okay. and we'll send you some cigars. You probably won't have them until after Christmas, but we'll send some Romeo y Julieta Reserva Reals. We're going to send you okay. three of those. We're going to take one for right. yourself, one for your each of your brother. You have what? Two brothers? I've got three brothers. Three. That like to smoke Tell you what, we're going to send you four. Eric, make sure okay. we mark down four Romeo e Giulietta Reserva Reals. And after the new year, all get together. They'll guide you. If you want to enjoy it and try it, great. If not, give it to them. I guarantee you they will love the Romeo e Giulietta Reserva Real. uses a beautiful Connecticut Ecuador wrapper, nice and mild, creamy, very smooth. And we'll send those out okay. to you, Tommy. I pre- General, I appreciate your advice and hope maybe I'll become one of your, your soldiers and Holler long ashes to you next time I call you. Back at you, Tommy. And listen, we welcome everybody here. Even if you're not a cigar connoisseur, we welcome you. We just don't want the enemies of pleasure. But as you know, lieutenants, one of the things that I enjoy is debating with the enemy. Debating with the enemies of pleasure, the enemies of scent, the enemies of steak, the enemies of cigars, the enemies of, li- of uh, libations. And the reason is, is because it's sport for me. Because I, I chew them up like a little cabbage patch doll by the time i'm done it's like a wolf on a sheep's carcass i am licking my chops and salivating over the blood that has been spewed because i have defeated them so badly general george s Patton would be ever so proud lieutenants the final and concluding segment of this edition of the cigar dave show is next catch the cigar dave show anytime with the cigar dave mobile app available for android and ios it is a real smoking up. Go to CigarDave.com for info. Hi. I know everybody's familiar with the 95-rated Decade, one of the finest cigars ever made and produced by Rocky Patel. Well, he outdid himself. I'm here to introduce a new Decade Cameroon, It's got a beautiful African Cameroon wrapper on it. And when you put this wrapper with the wonderful blend of the Decade Cigar, it just takes it to another level. You get that little sweetness on the back of your palate. You get the cedar, the hickory notes with a little bit of spice. You know what I want to do? I want to just sit in my backyard or on my patio or a bar stool and enjoy the cigar. You can take it all the way down. I tell you, Rocky, you outdid yourself on this one. And if you haven't tried it, it's going to be at your local retail store. Go get yourself one. You won't be disappointed because this cigar, man, does it smoke great. 
1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Great smooth dulcet tones of the great Dean Martin. Only Dino could sing that well. Let's say hello to uh, Conrad in uh, Louisiana again. Man, everybody must have gone out today to vote uh, in the big senatorial election. Of course, voting against Mary Landro. So that's why we're just getting jammed by calls today. So, Conrad, you're up. Well, long ashes to you, General. Back at you. You did vote, did you? Sir? You did vote, did you? Of course. Good man. And just uh, a quick thing. We do not want Mary Landry's sorry ass back in Louisiana. She can stay in D.C. That's right. She really doesn't live in Louisiana anymore, does she? No, she does not. Don't worry. She'll get some cushy gig either in the administration or in some other some other uh, lobbying firm. Don't worry. There you go. Hey, well, listen, I was just uh, very new to the world of cigars and bourbon. I have a brother who introduced me about a year ago. I think you uh, answered my question. I'd want to get my brother something special for Christmas. Right. Uh, but also, uh, just a recommendation on bourbon. Uh, the bourbons I've tried, uh, my favorite had been the Crown Royal Cast 16, but they no longer make it. I can no longer find it. That's correct. That's not bourbon. That's whiskey. That's Canadian uh, whiskey. There is a difference. Bourbon must be at least 51% corn uh, and made in the United States. So that is a Canadian whiskey. So... What Crown Royal did is, I love that cast 16, they no longer make it. What they have done is they've actually uh, changed, they've got a number of, and I don't know why they got rid of it, because it was aged in uh, in incredible uh, 
cask, cognac cask, had a very lovely, you know, flavor complexion to it. And I don't know why they they change it, but what they did do was replace it with a couple of other uh, products. And I'm trying to remember what the exact. Um, wait a minute, it'll come to me. It's the. Um, it's not the XO. They had one, and I'm trying to remember. I think it is the XO is what they replaced it with, where they actually finish it in some cognac uh, casks. But it's a little different than the cask 16. Um, so I believe I, I'm not sure they they did used to have one that was cognac finished, and I don't believe they they have it anymore, which is a shame because it was great. I mean, I know they've got the regular Crown Royal, they've got the Crown Royal Black, the Crown Royal Reserve, they have the I want to say the yeah the XR, which is the extra rare, and then they've got the uh, I believe the XO, but I don't believe they uh, I don't think they have that that cognac infused or the cognac aged. Uh, crown anymore. However, it is still available. If you do an online search, you may be able to find it at some uh, liquor stores across the country. I'll have to do that. And that's a shame because that was a, that Cast 16 gave it a little bit of that nice warm cognac taste and flavor on the way down. I don't know why they, they got rid of that. Makes no sense to me. Tell you what I'll do for you, Conrad. You like uh, Crown? I'm going to send you out a cigar that I think would be very, very uh, a nice accompaniment to it. I'm going to send you out some of the November Officers Club selection of Foundry Cigars. Uses tobaccos between 4 and 25 years. Our Officers Club members just got them yesterday and today. They went out a little bit late, but they're great cigars, and they are coming your way. Tell you what, lieutenants, next week I will tell you about the story about the big whiskey heist in Ireland. I hope it's not Mick the Brit. That's all I can hope. One and a half million dollars worth of whiskey vanished. But we will tell you about that next week. Lieutenant Cigar Dave, the general saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ash be extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. And I do remind you, tomorrow, National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, December 7th, 1941. A day that shall live in infamy.